This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. going on guys welcome back to another episode of the becoming a better man podcast i'm your host dr jason wright physical therapist and i want to backtrack a little bit to a previous episode of the podcast called building habits that last um i want to just add to some of what was said in that episode so if you haven't checked it out stop this episode right now go back to it and check it out and we will uh hopefully be up to speed by the time you get to this episode so um it's Still early in the new year, early 2022, and I know there's a lot of people right now. I've been seeing it at the gym. A ton of people packing the gym. You know, everybody's getting in there. Everybody's ambitious. This is the time of the year, in my experience, where I've seen so many, um, whether it be new people or returning optimists, are trying to what we call get back on the horse. You know, trying to be more fit, trying to make better food decisions, trying to be more consistent in their habits with how they take care of themselves. And um, it, there's this all or nothing principle that's taking place right now. Everybody's trying to be super ambitious. Maybe that's you right now. Maybe you're thinking, if I don't go with this 100%, then I don't deserve to go at it at all. And that's either an excuse to run yourself ragged or to never start. You know, self-evaluate, figure out which category you fall into because it's always one of those two. And then there's some gray in the middle, but um, for purposes of this, let's just say you're either one or the other, you're either all in like all of these people right now that are just trying to go hard on their new lifestyle. And then, you know, we're probably in February now at the time of this episode being posted and they're, if, if they're still going good for them, but they're probably about ready to quit come March or especially spring break, right? You get your kids ready for spring break. You take your trip if you take it and you're ready to give up. Because you met your goal, you might have lost that 15 pounds you were aiming to lose, you might have uh, <laughs> made that ex jealous that you were trying to make jealous, whatever your uh, rationale was for getting started, you're about ready to wrap it up because it's just not sustainable going at that rate. So I want to piggyback off of the theme of building good habits, especially building ones that last. It doesn't matter if you can just get started and, and meet a stupid goal that's short term. I mean, that's great. Fantastic. You're further along than where you started, but we're talking about something that's for life and with the becoming a better man uh, mindset and the approach to life, we're always striving to become better every day in some area or facet of our lives, whether it be our mindset, our spiritual relationship, our actual relationships with others um, and our physical relationship that we have with ourselves and how we honor our bodies and take care of ourselves. So I want to talk some more about forming good habits and uh, I wanted to throw some science at you just to further solidify the fact that I'm not just some talking head that claims to have this experience, claims to have these degrees, and I'm just talking about what's worked for me, right? Because I can do that and that's not fair to you. And there's a lot of people making a lot of money out there trying to sell shit that worked for them 
but it's not going to be working for everyone else. So I'll look at data, I'll look at trends, I'll look at facts based on what the studies show. And then from there, I disseminate it down, formulate it into my coaching programs, my, um, my clinical practice, and also into uh, just advice that I tend to give people if, if I'm approached. So I want to talk some more about forming good habits. In the um, kind of that last episode, building habits that last, we talked about um, seven um, characteristics or uh, qualities that these successful people had in common that were able to not only lose weight, but to maintain that weight loss for a long period of time. Um, and so we talked about those seven things. Now I want to talk a little bit more about um, some behavioral characteristics. So there was another study by this author named Teixeira who found um, these five following traits to be associated with dietary success. And number one, they enjoyed taking action. This is called having a high autonomous motivation, meaning uh, they're feeling good about making their own choices. And people who have high autonomous motivation tend to find reward in doing rather than focusing on results. So these are the people that are always the perpetual learners. They're always trying to find the next thing to try and get more information about it because they enjoy taking action. They're not so fixated on getting the result. And a lot of us fall short because if we don't get the result that we uh, aspire to have pretty quickly on into the process, then we give up because we hate the process, All right? So enjoying the process is something that has to be uh, one of the core traits in forming good habits that last. Number two, they have confidence in their ability. So this is known as a high self-efficacy. So this is where you're believing that you can get through difficult times uh, and keep on going as being the key to your success, as you probably have heard before, right? Anybody can get through anything once or twice, but the ability to um, believe in yourself that no matter what happens, I can get through this. So whether you've heard that before you've experienced it yourself now there's another bit of research to uh, support that number three they're good at tr keeping track of themselves right they're good at knowing what they're at in their uh, list of things that they do they're able to know their process and follow along with what they're um, uh, uh, what's the word i'm looking for so all right so let me just double back and circle with this so some people right? Like um, some successful entrepreneurs like Grant Cardone. I've heard him speak about this, how every day there's not a day that goes by where he doesn't start it off checking his bank balance to know where he's at every day. So that helps drive him as to how much he needs to work or how much um, particular moves need to be influenced based on that balance at the start of the day. So if you have a good system in place of tracking yourself, then you'll be able to act accordingly, right? So um, one form of self-monitoring, you know, like we talked about in that last episode was weighing yourself. That's, that's one way to do it. Uh, but the key is to, uh, get in the habit of tracking progress, goal setting and planning, right? That habit has to be implemented. You have to be able to be consistent with tracking your progress, setting new goals. Once you meet old ones and planning, Right? You can't just do, exist, hope, pray, and then not do anything differently, not plan ahead. Uh, having a plan to follow drastically increases your chances of actually carrying it out, right? Because you put those pieces in place. Number four, they had a positive body image. So even though being overweight or over fat 
is undoubtedly unhealthy, successful dieters um, don't think less of themselves for being overweight, right? So one way to, to view it from a different standpoint is you should see it as an opportunity to challenge yourself to grow as a person because it will challenge you mentally, physically, emotionally, financially even uh, to help follow a process that's going to be successful for you long term. And then number five, they're flexible, right? Consistency is key. Yes, absolutely. But consistency and sticking to rules um, can be cumbersome. They can wear you down. Um, imposing unrealistic rigid demands on yourself will only mean that you're setting yourself up for failure, period. So when something doesn't go as planned, um, unexpected illness comes up or guests come over or uh, somebody's in town and wanting to do something, you need to rethink how, you, how to make it work instead of just throwing it by the wayside. Right? That doesn't mean you cancel your plans. That doesn't mean that you cancel your commitment to yourself. That means things have to shift. I have to be flexible. Okay. So I want to give a quick rundown of what those five things are. Okay. People who are successful at building good habits and sustaining them are associated with these five things. People who enjoy taking action, people who have a high confidence in their abilities, people who are good at keeping track of themselves, people who have a positive body image, and people that are flexible when it comes to your consistent health goals. All right. One of the last things I want to wrap up in this, um, this segment of this episode is I want to highlight that you need to believe that you're responsible for your own success, right? It's nobody else's fault. Taking this responsibility is what they call having an internal locus of control, meaning that you believe that you're in control of ultimately what happens to you. And that's not always the case, but you do have control fully over how you respond to what happens to you, right? An external locus of control where you're just believing that you're at the mercy of luck and genetics and all that other stuff that's outside of your, um, your control, that ends up with people who tend to have less successful outcomes, not only in the short term, but in the long term. So yes, science uh, indicates that genetics play an important role in how our bodies work and function and respond and repair and store fat, process things. Uh, from a micronutrient level, a macronutrient level, uh, utilization of substrate for fuel. Um, science also seems to indicate that believing that you have a high responsibility actually does make a difference, right? So shift your mindset into thinking, I do have a say in this and I'm going to try and do something differently. I'm going to change up, if you guys are watching the YouTube video right now, I got to change up this light, it's just looking weird. All right, cool. So um, last thing that I wanna say in this episode is about what's important with finding what's best for you, all right? There's no one size fits all to mastering consistency. And though, although building habits is a really large part of it, you also need to remember that we all live different lifestyles and have very different behavioral tendencies. And a lot of it can be due to genetic variation. So this means that a big part of reaching a consistency with your health habits 
involves finding an exercise and a nutrition regimen that works best for you, right? Not one your neighbor did or your buddy at work, but something that actually works for you. So if your quote diet of choice conflicts with your lifestyle, chances are you're not going to stick to it, right? That's just common sense. An important uh, thing to consider here is compliance. And the better that you can stick to a plan as intended, the higher your compliance is with that plan. And so if compliance is low, it doesn't matter how great of a diet or a workout routine is or uh, the gym equipment that you use, it doesn't matter, it won't help you. So an example is, um, you know, like in, in medicine, right? You see this, I see this issue all the time where medications have been um, prescribed, they've got amazing benefits and, and work for some sick patients. And if they're taking this plan, but that's the key, if they're taking this plan, right? If they're non-compliant with their medication schedule, they don't take their meds, and all of a sudden their body's not op, you know, optimally functioning, and they you know they're sick. And so if they're saying that the medication doesn't work, that's not true. It works if you take it, but they're not taking it, right? And they say, I believe around two thirds of patients are estimated to not even take their medications as instructed. Um, so they don't get to a chance to experience the full benefits of the medication. And the same thing is true with our health habits, all right? One reason why the diet form of intermittent fasting works so well, right? As an example of a type of diet that people follow, um, it's not so much due to the fasting per se, like there is a, a scientific um, set of data that do support that it can do certain things for you in a, from a, a fat burning um, utilization process, a uh, hormonal process as well. But it more so than, than anything, it's an easier diet to follow. Right? It's got a really high degree of compliance. It's really easy to go, you know, for example, 16 hours if you include nighttime and then not eat again until like noon the next day and then fit all your eating in an eight hour window. It's a lot easier to follow without necessarily having to change up a whole lot of stuff. Right? Is it the diet that's more effective or is it the fact that it was more easy to follow and easier to be compliant with that was effective? Right? It could be a chicken and egg thing. Um, so being a clinician, you know, and a coach, I, I always strive to operate under what studies seem to show what works the best, right? And then there aren't studies on everything. And in those situations, the next best thing that, that you can do is, is just go after personal experience. So if it seems to work based on what you've attempted, then, hey, let's stick with it. Let's figure out a way to, to make sure that it's safe for you, but then also maintaining uh, the ability to have some consistency with it. So. Uh, whether it's intermittent fasting or low carb, high fat keto diets or any other approach to getting healthier, if it works for you and your lifestyle, then stick to it. All right. Same goes with working out. So if you feel that getting to the gym interferes too much with your lifestyle, then work out at home. But problem solved. <laughs> the principles of resistance training can be applied to bodyweight exercises too. So as long as you keep uh, finding harder and harder, more challenging exercises to do and train close to a muscular failure, then you'll not only maintain what you feel comfortable with, uh, but also what you feel is aligned better with who you are, what you're able to accomplish uh, reasonably, and finding those aspects that are beneficial uh, within your personality and your lifestyle to not only help you achieve weight loss, but uh, maximize the effects that you see with a more 
fit and healthy lifestyle. So um, to summarize some things here, the best diet is the one that you don't have to think about. Right? A nutritional plan that suits your personality and your lifestyle is what will ultimately give you the best results. And an important part in accomplishing this is not motivation, right? But rather that you build a healthy set of habits, healthy behaviors, which become automatic and that uh, feel weird if you don't do them. And also habits that can be built uh, with a step-by-step -step approach, choosing what you wanna do and when you wanna do it. So you, you choose that trigger that we talked about in the last episode about uh, building habits that last, right? And then keep in mind the initial 70 days are the most difficult, but if you keep at it for this time period, the behavior will have reached an automatic, automatic state and will no longer require as much mental um, effort or attention to carry out on a daily basis. And I also wanna recap for you guys, people who are successful in long-term weight loss or, or they are physically active. They follow a low calorie diet. They eat meals at regular times all week they weigh themselves regularly, they're not impulsive, and they use behavioral strategies to help them control themselves and their dietary choices. All right, and the last thing, they also believe that they're responsible for their own actions. They enjoy taking that action, they're confident in their abilities, they have a positive body image, and they're flexible with their plans. All right, so I wanna wrap this episode up. And, and like I said in the last episode about building habits at last, this can be applied to any other aspect of your life that you're looking to implement change. It doesn't have to always just be about fitness or health. This can be about how you tackle a new um, venture in your business or a new approach that you need to try with your own uh, mental health practices. But I believe very firmly in fitness and its benefits, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally and what that does for your energy and therefore can impact you significantly financially to benefit in every area, all right? So I wanna wrap this up with a, an actionable step, okay? I want you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to write down a list of your main habit goals right now. So avoid setting goals in terms of a, a certain amount of weight loss or weight to gain or um, something like that, but rather I want you to write down the things that you want to see yourself doing consistently in terms of diet and exercise. For example, eating a bowl of oats for breakfast every day or going to the gym directly after work. All right. So here's an example of some things. So write goal, what, and when all stacked up on top of each other. So the goal, eat breakfast regularly. The what, eat a bowl of oats, when? Directly after the morning shower or the next one. Um, goal, increase your daily physical activity. And the what? Take the stairs to the office. And the when? Every time I get to work. So every time I get to work, I'm gonna take the stairs up to the office and that's gonna help me increase my daily physical activity. Boom. All right, I'll give you some more. Goal, start counting calories. The what? Place a plate on a kitchen scale. And when? Whenever you're preparing breakfast or dinner, right? So whenever you're preparing breakfast or dinner, put a plate on a scale and then count your food portions, right? Measure your food portions. Another one, all right? And then I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at this. So 
um, goal, improving exercise habits, right? Exercise more consistently. What? Go to the gym. When? Every day directly after work. So every day right after work, I'm going to the gym to help me improve my exercise consistency, right? Write that down. And I'm serious. Writing it down has a powerful, powerful effect. Got it? Deal? All right, guys. Hey, so I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it sweet, like I promised, although I think I ended up talking longer than I planned. That's it for this week's episode. I appreciate you guys tuning in to another week of Becoming a Better Man. More on this uh, health, healthy habit series. And uh, we'll see if I end up putting out another one. If you guys want it, I will. If not, I probably will anyway, because my podcast, I'll do whatever I want. But uh, yeah, appreciate each and every one of you brothers. I appreciate the support. I appreciate each and every one of you that's expressing interest in joining the 21 day becoming a better man course. Um, it's, it's really, really something to be able to say that uh, I'm having even just a fraction of an influence in, in helping other guys become better versions of themselves. And it's not just something for myself. So anyway, if you guys are interested in that, I'll put the, uh, the link to sign up for it in the, um, the show notes down below. And you can get uh, get started there. So look forward to hearing from you guys. Get in the course. Start taking action. Build consistent habits. All right, guys. Appreciate each and every one of you. See ya. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag becoming a better man. So that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families. 